Why, hey there. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about the Plan, Do, Check, Act method as an awesome addition to your ergonomics program. Let's do this. Welcome to the Business of Ergonomics podcast. I'm your host, Darcy Jeremy. I'm a board-certified professional ergonomist with over 15 years of experience delivering ergonomics programs to employers of all different types. In this podcast, I share what other healthcare professionals are already doing and being with ergonomics assessments and how to land those clients that you dream of. Without further ado, let's jump into this episode right now. Today's episode is about an aspect of office ergonomics that tends to get overlooked. Not because it's not effective, but because there are more fun and shiny things to take your attention away, such as identifying ergonomic risk and discomfort in the office or bringing in state-of-the-art ergonomic equipment. Plan, Do, Check, Act is pretty foundational in the industrial ergonomics world, but not so much in the office world. So we're going to talk about the systems behind many office ergonomics programs with simple strategies that you can implement today, no matter how big or small your organization is. The system that I'm hinting about is a simple continuous improvement process, PDCA, Plan, Do, Checked, Act, methodology. Some of the suggestions are going to be able to be effortlessly applied to the ergonomics process. Maybe some others are going to take some planning with the organization's that you work with or the organizations that you manage. So let's start with the basics. The best way to really see how the ergonomics process works is to literally map out everything that's involved in your program or your client's program into a flow chart. I know there's lots of systems out there that you can use, but just mapping it out, pen and paper, is sometimes the most effective. I've done this before, and it's an extremely useful exercise that highlights any gaps that may need your attention immediately. Make sure to include all the steps and decisions that are mandatory in any documents and tools like specific assessment tools or other things that you have in place with that organization that your ergonomics process requires to run smoothly. So a really good example of this is what happens if someone reports an injury or if someone just doesn't come back to work the next day? How does an organization handle this so that they can at least limit the time loss claim? Some other examples of this could be that office staff find it confusing to find out what the results of their assessment is, who to contact about purchasing recommended equipment, or even how to contact you for an ergonomics assessment in the first place. It can lead to a lot of wasted time on your end as there's people that need your help, but they can't contact you. So the problem's just gonna get worse and worse. And identifying this hole with the workplace is not only gonna benefit them in mitigating costs and injuries, but it's gonna be so useful to you too because you're gonna get more work out of this, right? Using this approach, make sure that you make the best out of your time. 
That's where a thoughtful and thorough ergonomic system comes into play. So let's go over what this means. There's four steps to the system. Plan, do, check, act. I'm going to go into exactly what each of these mean, so need not worry, my friend. We're going to start at the top. Plan. The plan sets the foundation to your ergonomics program, whether it's in the office or it's an industry. To put bluntly, the plan is essential. You set up your ergonomics process with its goals, its objectives, targets on a big picture or a macro level. Then on the small micro level, you include things that you want to measure. The ergonomics assessment tools that you want to use, any sort of personal or positional responsibility that you think is worth documenting for future references and ease. It's almost like if you could stencil out the foundation so that someone who has completely zero experience or a noob, as my children say, they can just step into the place and they know exactly what to do without skipping a heartbeat. When I've set this up before, I have some questions that I've found to be really useful when considering your plan and I want to tell you about it. So one of the questions is, how do you identify the areas that could be underserved? Is there a standardized onboarding process for new hires when it comes to ergonomics? How do people contact you to let you know that they need an ergonomics assessment or let their em employer or their supervisor know? Is there a form, maybe like a discomfort survey that I talk about in my ergonomics blueprint course that everyone must use to get an ergonomics assessment? Or is it better to contact you through their supervisor? What happens if someone is returning to work after either a work or non-work injury? How often is it every year, maybe every two or three years, are re people required to have an ergonomics assessment? Can this be mediated by any other means, such as training, email campaigns, or a hybrid of it all? What happens if someone moves to a new workstation within the same organization? What part of this organization does the ergonomics program or process reside in? It could be that it's in health and safety, human resources, engineering, or rehab units. Each of these obviously has its own pros and cons associated with it. And saying that, let's move into number two. Do. The do. And it's the fun part of the process. All the planning is done and you can actually get stuff that is tangible, um, completed. The do is what many think of when they say ergonomics in the office or industry. It's when you identify and quantify a person's ergonomic risk. Alternatively, you can really include any aspect of delivering ergonomics here. It could be one-on-one -on -one ergonomics, coaching, the typical ergonomics assessment, where you use an ergonomic assessment tool to determine the overall ergonomic risk, presentations, email campaigns, posters, 
you name it. The sky is the limit when it comes to creativity on this part. And finding really neat ways to do the do will reap benefits and rewards to you because there's going to be new ways for those office workers or industrial workers to consume ergonomics. And as you know, there's not just one style of learning. There's so many styles of learning. So getting really creative with how you implement this is the fun part. However, the key part of this is to identify the ergonomic risk and then eliminate it and control it. Keep that in mind, my friend. The next thing I want to talk about is the check. So where the do looks at identifying and controlling ergonomic risk, the check evaluates the ergonomics process. This is done by monitoring and measuring ergonomics fixes to ensure that the recommendation was appropriate for the identified risk. On a micro level, following up with the user after an ergonomics assessment ensures that the suggestions, fixes, or recommendations that you made meets their expectations and improves their comfort, which is the reason why we exist in the first place. Am I right? With some assessments, it will take more than one follow-up with the user to ensure that any adjustments that you made is optimal. And that also leads to your reputation and your credibility as well if there's a particularly complex case. You're not going to give up, right? You're going to follow it through. In a sense, for some people, it may very well be a process of trial and error to find the solution. It can include making particular adjustments to the chair in the office to ingest back pain, or it could be ensure that any new equipment that was ordered is set up optimally. Word to the wise here, if you are consulting, you want to make sure that you have this type of information for follow-up in your contract because you don't want to be going out of your own pocket to be adding this type of value. And there's a couple of ways to price your services to ensure that this works for you. You could do the method of charging higher prices. So this type of follow-up is included, or you can charge lower prices and then have this additional add-on as an hourly type of consulting fee. Whether you do it remotely or in person, it's going to carry its own costs. But something to keep in mind here, you have to charge for this service. And I just want to plant the seed here because I find that it is very useful to ensure that there is a big value in the ergonomics program. And this can be overlooked for time constraints or if you just didn't put it in your budget or in the contract. Keep it in mind that you might want to do this because the worst case scenario can happen. Instead of solving the ergonomic risk or the challenge, a new risk develops out of the changes that were made during the assessment. It can happen. Lastly, the check includes more of a big picture view that includes the overall ergonomics program review, any sort of investigation and analysis, and also an internal audit of that organization's ergonomics process. And this type of stuff can happen annually, and you could add this as a service 
for that company, kind of like a report card to ensure that mitigating costs is happening and risk is happening and ensuring that that company is getting delivered the impeccable service that they deserve, right? It's a big value add to see how your process stacks up against the bigger picture items such as injury and cost reduction goals that that organization can have. Not only that, you can see who is being served in that organization and other things that can play into that plan that is very specific to that workplace. All right, so we're looking at number four of the plan, do, check, act method, the act. And this is something that is really useful when you're looking at the big system. And we're looking for cost savings, efficiencies, not creating, recreating the wheel. In my experience, ergonomic solutions are often very repeatable and replicable. What this means is that there are going to be some similarities throughout the workplace. And you might have a huge time savings here by thinking how you can apply what you learn from one workstation to everyone. And it could be the advantage of your ergonomics process because, like I mentioned, you don't have to reinvent the wheel for every single assessment. And it can be applied to every ergonomic deliverable that you have. For instance, once you've done an assessment, you may have options for standardization of the report. Ergonomic reports identify any risks during the assessment, as well as any ergonomic recommendations that would help to reduce the ergonomic risk. Reports are considered to be the gold standard or final say on the employee's ergonomic concerns at that particular point in time. The good news, it's up to you how you choose to set it up. Ergonomic reports can either be short or long, a template with check marks, or a free wheeled type of thing every time when you kind of choose your own adventure type of storybook here. Um, Standardization always will save you time and money. You can also look at the types of solutions that you're recommending. For instance, in industry, is there any opportunities If you're looking at one solution, can it be rectified throughout the entire organization, such as some sort of preventative maintenance on all sharp knives or casters or wheels in carts or anti-fatigue matting? Is there any sort of systematic, simple process that you can look at putting into place? Because some places simply don't have this And it's not rocket science, but it does help significantly. Well, there you have it, my friend. The plan, do, check, act method. I hope it really makes you consider how you are putting this into place in terms of your ergonomics. And maybe this gives you some insights of other services that you can offer, like ergonomic checkups or report cards at the end of the year to see if there's any holes in your client's ergonomics system. Because as we all know, those holes can be costing significant amounts of money. And that's why you are paid the big bucks. Till next time, my friend, I hope that you are enjoying being an ergonomic service professional as much as I am. 
and I can't wait to talk to you soon. Cheers. You can get started with office ergonomics assessments today. Healthcare professionals are seeing the potential and opportunity to add office ergonomics assessments to their practice and services. Go to ergonomicshelp.com slash begin to get the exact seven-step process that works so that you can get started today without the confusion or overwhelm. Just head to ergonomicshelp.com slash begin now.